What's up, everybody? We back with another episode of Cree Education. Yes, sir. I'm your host, Steph Weezy. I'm your boy, Dede. And you know they call me El Plaga, but you know how it go. We don't need to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Let's, go. Let's get straight into Let's it. it. Today, the topic is deals, man. We talking about deals, closing, closing deals, deals closing getting deals. it done. And we're going to let you um lead the way with this one because you the, uh, you the master at it. Well, no, I just want to have a discussion today because, you know, you, you guys are doing your thing, too. Now, don't sell yourself short. Um, you know, when people think about deals, they often get into this uh, paradigm or this this mindset that they have to wear a suit or they have to be at this big conference table. Um, a bunch of people are pointing at a screen. Office or, building. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Some downtown type yeah. of bullshit. And at the end of the day, a deal is anything that helps you gain one at least one more dollar than you had before. Right. So we are transactionally closing deals every single day. And I, I, I think it's important that we emphasize the nuances and the subtlety of how you interact with each other. Uh, I think that's more important. And so, so I mean, when you started to do Day Day's products, mm-hmm. what did that look like? Because before I get into the elements of the deal, I want to make sure that the people, we all understand that the deals happen on a regular basis. So how did Day Days come to life from a deal perspective? So the first deal Day Days got a part of was me being Day Day. I walked into a beauty supply store and went to their section of hair products, uh, uh, oils and, and, the, and the soaps and stuff, seeing that there wasn't much of what I could offer. I walked in there, I said, who owns this? No, 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 I'm like, not not this product. Who owns, the, who owns this place? I was like, when, when could I get a meeting with them? They're like, well, why? What do you want to do? I boom, I flashed them the product, say, hey, I got something I want to talk to them about that, that you guys don't offer. And she goes, okay. Next day, I get a meeting with them, come in, show the products, tell them about them. You know how, you know, wave butter is different than wave grease. And, you know, I get my spiel. And then, boom, deal was closed. He was like, let's do it. I, I, I was surprised as hell. Yeah. <laughs> what did it feel like? Man, I, walked, yeah. I walked in there with a, with a couple words. I walked out with a check. I said, oh, shit. Wow, that's dope. I love that. A lot of people. I said, that is yeah. in his first store. Ain't that something? Right. And that's huge, though. A lot of people like put up blocks in their head before they even approach something like that. Just yeah. to have that, um, just to go and do that alone. Yeah, for sure, bro. Is is a, is a stepping stone. Let alone the product alone. That's, that's tough, too, you know? Yeah. Getting all that done. For sure. Did you just happen to be at that spot or did you feel like, you know, you were on a mission that day and you set out to close some deals? Like what, what, what did that process look like? Well, I, well, I wanted to have a few different places. I started it. I didn't even know where to start. So I said, well, where do you want your products at? I'm talking to myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, nothing wrong with that. I'd love yeah. to. Yeah, right, right. A little couple convos to myself. You know what I mean? I asked myself, myself said, hmm, no. You had um, an executive meeting with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm like, well, where do we want the products to be placed? And I'm thinking, you know, I'd love for them to start in beauty supply stores or hair barber shops or um, um, essential oil places or what, 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 anywhere. I'm like, I go anywhere. But how do they know about me? Nobody knows about a product I've just created unless I walk in there, make sure I got a cut, make sure they eyes go gling right to the waves. Yeah. Come on, flash up. Mm-hmm. There you go. And uh, so it's automatically an attention grabber. You yeah. know what I mean? Really? So as I'm talking to someone, they're looking like, oh man, your hair is really nice. Oh yeah, I got some hair products. You know what I mean? So now it's, it's attention and I can capitalize off of that being as though it's something I already have. But um, when I walked I in there, it. they were telling me like, uh, 
he's asking me about how many places I'm in or and being is like I was like, oh, this is my first first conversation. Right. Uh, yeah, we just we just kind of got going and uh, you know, I didn't want to sound like a rookie, even though I was a rookie. Yeah. You know, I'm you know, I'm on a sophomore level, third, you know, junior right, right now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but no, um, but it was it was it was an I don't know, it was it was super eye opening to figure out like most people stopped themselves from doing so much because all it took me was to walk in there and have a conversation with this man. And granted, yeah. I knew how to speak, but yeah. it was just the, the chance I took on having a conversation that led to a deal being closed. Absolutely. And you, and you like sold yourself. Sold yourself. Yeah, and absolutely. Since, you know, going in there. Look at you modeling your own product. Come too. on, now. You know, that's, that's good, too. Come on, now. Like, hey, man, look at the hair. Yeah. What you use? Oh, man, Psh, don't even worry. I got you. It's my own product. <laughs> I got my Daddy's shit. Product. Come on, yeah. now. <laughs> That's what's up. Did you sing Soul Glow to him? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, not you can sing too. We know about that. <laughs> yeah, we'll hit y'all with a couple episodes later yeah, on. Yeah. Okay, okay. How'd you okay, get into singing? How, how, that's a whole different one, right? That's <laughs> a whole different one. Well, well what I want to share with y'all is that there's another element to this, and, and, and you actually embodied some of it without even realizing it. Um, there's a kind of a mantra or, 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 or a rule, and it's not written. It's just something that you know, and it's called a, uh, uh, whoever talks first loses. See, mm. yeah, he knows that. He knows that. And, and I learned that from OG. <clears throat> you know, you know, somebody. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I ain't worried about that. Uh, that, but but what that means is that whenever you are in a situation where there's an offer or something you're offering, mm. don't get too what I like to call salesy, where you're just running it running at your mouth and you're just talking too much or you're or you're getting too much into the element of the products and who made it how it made yeah if they ask you a question specifically about these things give them a very basic uh, explanation right but nothing too crazy what whoever talks first loses really means this um i'm sitting across from you right now wheeze and and and, and we're having a an in-depth conversation about an opportunity could be product, it could be whatever, doesn't matter what it is. I am simply going to find a way to encapsulate what I'm trying to say to you in a very succinct way. It's gonna make clear sense. And then I'm going to physically posture by sliding you a proposal or presenting a proposal verbally. Once I've done that, shut the fuck up. I'm going to repeat that. Pro make the proposal, slide it to them if it's on paper, literally have it there in front of them, make a gesture that lets them know that they need to respond. And then simply, I know so many of you are going to be tempted, but remember this one thing, just shut uh, the fuck uh, up. <laughs> uh, the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And here's the reason why it works. The reason why it works, you're going to learn something from the opposite end. They're either going to tell you an objection that they have about the proposal that you just made, or they're going to need further clarity. Yep. Either way, you leave it open-ended. If you talk first, you lose. How you lose is when you talk, sometimes you make the price lower than what it would have been had you shut the fuck up. Sometimes you make it where that person 
loses their train of thought, where they were really on a vibe with you, mm-hmm. and you may say something that turns them off. And all you had to do was shut yeah. the oh. fuck up. Oh. <laughs> That's right. Simple. That's right, audience. Just remember that. That's why we're emphasizing that today. When you do that, you will see a phenomenon happen that is so, uh, uh, it's only experiential. You can't really define it. And there was one time I had a deal where I literally sat in a room with somebody for six minutes of complete silence, staring at each other. Cause that was an OG that knew that fucking rule too. <laughs> Damn. Staring contest. Yeah. It was. How did it end? He said, well, I have some place to be. And I said, well, then you should make a decision. Shouldn't you? Mm. And he said, <laughs> all right, let's just get it going. Let's go. Mm. See, he already knew, but he wanted me to mess up. So I didn't mess up. I shut the fuck up. Mm. Very clear. That's good. Very clear. Yeah, that's beyond clear. That's good. Yeah. 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 So, so, so where are some instances where you feel like you didn't apply the rule of whoever talks first loses, uh, where you might have had an experience if you had something like that happen, Weez or Day Day, take it from there. Yeah. I've, I've, I've had that happen. You was talking about lowering the price. I definitely have done, had that happen being as though I talked myself into a lower price than what someone would have gave me being as though I'm trying to oversell the product or mm. trying to force it onto someone that's like, ah, man, I ain't got 17 dollars. I got like eight on me. I'm like, give me the 10, man. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I'm, if I do that 20 times, I'm going to myself 20 bucks, a hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm losing money off trying to help them promote my product, but I'm pushing it and losing the value of what it's really worth because yeah. I'm, I'm thirsty. You know yep. what I'm thirsty to get it to him. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I've definitely seen that. Yeah, I, I had instances like that too. Like when, um, for example, you know, I do social media and I, I do paid promo. So whenever someone wants to post a, um, a post, whatever they, they're trying to promote on my page, you know, because I have so many followers. And prior to me actually making good money, I would just settle for anything. Like, you know, what you got, like, jump on our first thing. I'm saying $25 when this person would have gave me, you know, 250, 500. And it, there's Sheesh. been several times that happened. And I, my number was so low. He's like, Hey, run, run four posts for me then, you know, like mm. instantly. But now that I'm getting money, I, I'm set on my price. Like, I think it's like, I'm like, you know, I'll take 500, mm-hmm. you know, and then I'll leave it at that. And then if you want to negotiate, you know, I'll add something else in, but I'm firm on my prices now. But prior, I would jump on anything. I would talk too much. I would over explain how many views I get, why it makes sense for them to do it. So now I'm wasting all this time in the, in the feed negotiating. This is when I was broke, though. So it was, it was like, man, I'll take what, what you got. You know, <laughs> it got yeah. to a point with that. And I was like, dang, I'm over talking. And then there's in that that same thing applied to when professional people hit me up. They hit me up with the whole thing. Like, hey, we have this post and we'll, we'll give you like we have three posts paid. Uh, what, what are your prices? And I hit them with something so low, it's like your value. Like, what are you? And then, then I'm hearing they're they they're giving out fifteen hundred minimum. Yeah, you had that poverty fear. Yeah, that poverty fear. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what it was. Because I'm thinking small. Like, dang, why you you know I'm jumping on small things, but I'm having this audience, and then I then I'm hearing that they're giving away fifteen hundred with no problem. But I just gave them my price. See, so low. see, the phenomenon of poverty fear is when you. Uh, sell yourself short because you're afraid that you're not going to get 
the option that you're truly worth. Mm. Damn, that's that should be. Yeah, a shirt. That's it. Hey man, let's let's make a shirt. Poverty fear. <laughs> Come straight, on, now. straight up, bro. That's that's a real poverty ass, fear. Poverty fear, bro. Yeah, mm. yeah. You done you done told the people that, so they might steal that yeah, shit it's tomorrow. Over now, unless you we, unless we well, you know we hold over. this episode off about a month or something, and, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of poverty hoes out here. They gonna take. <laughs> Why the engineer got the shirt on tomorrow? Up and running with it. <laughs> Okay, we come okay. back. Oh, yeah, I've been on this, man. I've been on it. I'm surprised y'all said that. I should have brought it up. That's for real. He said, I'm taking notes 100%. Yeah, that's it. Poverty, that whole poverty, fear. He's got a whole poverty line. Poverty, man. That's exactly what I had. Oh, Straight man. poverty. Just talking too much and just, just overdoing it mm-hmm. for the low ball, like overly explaining myself. This is why it makes sense to give me that hundred dollars. <laughs> you can go over to him, Kevin Hart. He won a million. I've been doing my research. Cat <laughs> gassing it. I only want a hundred. <laughs> and people do that all the time, yeah. though, right? Like it's 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 kind of that thing, and it and it always comes down to the other aspects and topics we talk about about insecurity, and mainly in our community too. We see so much of a of a gaslighting because we're insecure about what we really are about and what we really believe in or the real talent that we like to show or anything that we want to exhibit, we kind of try and hide it. So we feel like we have to overcompensate it. Yeah. And then we end up talking too much. Oh gosh. Speaking of overcompensation, I was having a conversation with someone today um, who was a part of the lacrosse world. And I was talking to her about um, racism in sports. Mm. Right. And one of her, Players. She's a former athlete, played on the Olympic team, blase, blase, has her resume. Now she's a coach for a, a high school or something like that, alternative school. And um, one of their kids was called a nigga on the, on the, in, during a game, wow. right? Game ends. He goes to tell the wow. coach or someone, and they are telling them that they should suspend them from going to any more tournaments. And that something should be done about this word and that now it, it, it's it's but I'm like now it has a, a reverse effect because now not only are the kids screwed because now they no longer can play because this kid just in the art of competition. Maybe he is a racist kid or maybe he just say, hey, let me call this little dude a nigga so he can stop stop get, scoring the ball. Getting his head game. Yeah. So and, and it was worked. And and so now the success from that, I'm like. It, it it just kind of he wasn't able to seal the deal now at all, at all. But now the effect of the kid telling the 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 teachers or the or the coaches has now affected them to now now their season is about to end because their their program will no longer want to be a part of any other games where kids could possibly be called a nigga. Yeah, it had a snowball effect. That you, small action had a snowball. You can't effect, yeah. you can't stop that though. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's all about how do we go out into society every day with our armor on. And sometimes we forget pieces of that armor thinking, oh, I'll be all right. Yesterday I didn't need a helmet, so I won't need a helmet today. Mm-hmm. And that's the one day you get hit in the fucking head. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it's, it's that type of mentality that makes it difficult for our uh, people in this society to close deals to because we're too busy trying to pacify insecurities. That was it. 
that was it. And I'm like, have a little bit of tougher. You got to be tougher than that. Come on. Come on, man. In the art of competition, at least. if we're yeah. Now, if we're at school or at the bar or something, and somebody's, hey, you fucking nigga. Okay, now we got a whole nother level of problems. Yeah. Now, if we're in the art of competition, you still have to remember it's the art of competition. If I can kick you in the knee where your knee hurts, now you can't hoop, that's great. I won. It's the same thing as getting into someone's head, speaking whatever you need to speak to make them get off their cue. Kyrie did that with the with, with dude the other uh, the other night, not the other night, but a few weeks ago. Huh? You, you remember that he was about to fight someone? Like, don't call me a nigga, man. Oh wow! You remember huh. that? Nice. Yeah, it was. Uh, check that out. Yeah, Kyrie. You know, Kyrie been on his yeah on his, on his super mode. spiritual way. Yeah, and, all that. and he he went off on him. Man, did anybody get he paid said, from that? Don't sound like it. Oh man, I'm gonna say if he got paid, you can call me a nigga right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's close that deal today. <laughs> yeah, he, he, it was it was interesting, man. He, oh, that's deep. There's so there's so much, but there's so much going on in society where you know we're allowing ourselves to really get caught up where we don't need to be, and this layer of kind of like that false sense of accomplishment because now you can go on social media and post about anything and not really be about that, but you start to get this false accolades for it because people are just looking to gratify anybody for anything because they're just pa- passing their day scrolling through. Yeah. And yeah, right. you, you know, this is like false release of serotonin. Like when we were talking about that, like that, that's the hormone that makes you feel better when you're really accomplished, but we're getting these little dopamine hits that are not true serotonin. And that's what leaves people empty. Quick ones. So you're, yeah, quick ones, and you're not really sealing any deal. So that lack of accomplishment leads into a spiral of different aspects of depression. Yeah, I didn't mean to take it psychological, but this, this where it goes. Stuff is real. This is where it goes. I mean, just speaking about an NBA player, I've seen uh, Demar Derozan came out and said that uh, how he's been still battling depression, even though he's all he's he's so successful. You know, what yeah. I mean? he's this NBA star, hundred million dollar guy, and he's openly now is talking about he's fighting depression. Yeah, because success isn't always about what's in your bank account. Mm -mm, And it's not always about what, you know, the things that you have. It really, truly is a state of mind. And in order to be able to get out here and close any deal to come up in any type of way, you ultimately were saying you have to have the right state of mind. Right. What are some of the things that you guys do, you know, to try and keep your mind, your mental in check? So that you can have the confidence in what it takes to, you know, do a podcast or close another deal or, you know, acquire a property. What does that look like? I, I learned like my thing is like experience. And I know I, I always uh, talk about my basketball experience. Like I, I forget the last shot. You know what I'm saying? I'm always I believe. Mm. So what I try to do is like believe <clears throat> that this is going to work out. And that's when I'm at my, my highest state and I'm at my best. I have faith, you know, I believe in that. I'm going to hit this next shot. So I erased the, the misses because I know I can hit the shot. I practice this several times. So, you know, with preparation, you know, good preparation, you know, it, it, you get the results. So, so I've seen this happen so many times. So whether it be, you know, and and that's why it's like going into the unknown is always, uh, is, is scary because you've never been there, you know. So say you're the best basketball player, you got a killer confidence, and then you go into some, somewhere else that you've never been, and it and it sort of shocks you, like I'm supposed to be in the NBA, but now I'm at a desk job. You know what I mean? I don't. I never been in this world, so it's a little different for me. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like I don't know how to explain. It's just like the unknown. But for me, I try to just erase the 
the the misses. That's what mm-hmm. I say. And I, mm-hmm. I, I focus on, you know, getting this done. And if and, and I see a lot of people it can it can shut you down because a lot of people ain't used to a lot of people ain't even gonna take the shot. But when they do get shut down, whether it be going to holler at a girl or something, I see a lot of people just shut down. They're scared to go holler at the next girl because that one didn't work. When I'm like, all right, I'll go talk to this. That didn't work. All right, I know I know someone's gonna want me. You right. know, what I mean, you end up getting something better. I know I'm bouncing around, but you know, <clears throat> no, it's all the same no. concept. I yeah. mean, it all makes the most sense. You're better when you're shooting your shot yeah. versus not. Plus, mm-hmm. you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't shoot. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And I, and I feel like that line alone is something that people live by. Yeah. They don't shoot the shot because they're afraid to miss. And I'm yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be more upset at myself. It's the mentality. I'm gonna be more upset at myself if I don't take the shot. Then if I miss I like, it, I could have. You could, I yeah. I could have been the one that hit that, and you know. Don't those things haunt you? Yeah. It haunts you after the fact, right? Yeah. Have you ever played a game or had something go down? I remember this when I was playing sports. You play a game, and don't you replay so many of those plays yeah. over and over again in your head where you're like, yeah. oh, I should have did that, especially the games you lose. Yeah. Or if it's a knuckle biter and a free close. throw. You lose by two points or one point, you miss two free throws. Oh, you like, yeah. that's the game right there. And, and, and what it comes down to is like when you go, when you're, when you're by yourself, this is who, this is who you're with, and you talk to yourself like, "I knew I could have took that shot. I mm-hmm. knew I should have took that shot, and I know I bitched up and didn't take that shot." Come on. And then you—that's what you sit with. That's more regret than anything. And I, I remember feeling them feelings because I did that a lot. I, I went in my shell a lot, and I didn't like that. And then I started, you know, start gunning. See, start taking them risks, start taking them chances, and even like it, with, that, that, with my life now, like yeah. I gambled with with this entrepreneurship that I'm doing. Like I took a big risk. Everybody's in my ear. My girl at the time, my my grandpa, everybody, you need to get a job. You need to get it. I'm, I'm not comfortable there. I'm not happy. I, I tried it. I, I sat around and I seen the faces of people in the break room. They didn't want to be there. I didn't want this to be my life. I'm right. gambling on this, these videos I'm doing. Do I know where it's going to take me? No, I'm doing it though. And and looking now, like it's now the fruits are falling from from the tree. You For know? sure, it, that's what's it's, up. It's coming, and that was a risk I had to take. You know, that brings me to another rule, gentlemen. One of the rules in the game, and I said it to y'all before in different settings where we had our, our mentoring sessions: procrastination equals chaos. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So think about that for a second. So so basically, anything that you keep prolonging. All you're doing is adding a compound effect for it to come back and get you in the end. Negatively compound. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Putting things off does not help you get things off. Right. You have to really persevere. And, and so when you guys hear procrastination equaling chaos, I mean, do y'all have those examples too? What we got? Oh god! That, I'm gonna go back to basketball. Procrastination. I get the ball. If I'm thinking too much, I shoot. Should I pass? Should I what? Get that thing off. You can't think. I, I'm pulling it. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> now overthink. I'll miss it terribly. I'll do a wrong pass or anything. Turn it over. I always yeah. I, I like to. I definitely stuff to basketball. I definitely that's got one. Line. I got one for sure. That's a little more a business focused. Um, speaking of day days, I had an opportunity for uh, some distribution conversations for some some big talks, and um, they were asking me about my numbers. And my oh, projections. I know where you're going, <laughs> man, dog. You must, man, bro. I was so damn lost, bro. Yeah. I'm like, 
Niggas, I mean, they, I, I guess it's numbers that I should have known to keep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just like, I'll do it whenever it gets big enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it ain't really, you know, two, five, six stores. Like, that ain't much now. I'm like, no, we want to see all your, your uh, how many units are you doing? How, what's your weekly? I'm like. They want it broken down. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't watch Shark Tank enough to know. No, I ain't playing around with no product in front of nobody. Oh my goodness! Uh, I mean, and it came out of nowhere. But it was like, as someone once tells me, you know, if you if you stay right, you ain't got to worry about taking time to get right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that was a moment that that taught me a valuable lesson. You know did what I'm they, saying? Did they ask you for your profit and loss statement? Yes, they did. Mm. Yes, they did. So it was. It becomes harder to close the deal without the elements of the deal being present. Yep. So that's what procrastination equals chaos means. Had had you just taken the little steps every day to just put in on that to make this big outcome come out, this spreadsheet yeah. that tells people exactly who you are and what you've been doing for the last year, two years, whatever, then people would be like, "Oh, all right, you're solid." Mm-hmm. Let's look at this. Let's go. Or, or, oh, here's some opportunity to improve yeah. and build you because you have a solid product. Yeah. But when you don't have a picture to show, they're going to tell you where to go. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it ain't going to be anywhere close. <laughs> It'll be like, yeah, I'm going to get up out of here, man. Come back when you got it together. Yeah. You know, it's like, damn. You know, yeah. I, and, 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 and that, thankfully, you know, I was able to scrape up a few things and make some things happen with, with a P&L statement. You know what I'm saying? But Amen. Boy, it was rough. But on that, boy. that I know that alone. Just you know, like whenever you're put on the spot on something, and you don't have the answers. Prime example, you know, when the, with the mentoring, um, we was we got hit with a pop quiz. That thing shook me up. I felt like you know what I'm saying, embarrassed. <laughs> I didn't know the answer. So what did I do? I went back to the to the uh, went back to the notes. I'm studying like crazy that whole night. But it was a wake up call. Yeah. It made me understand, but that's a lesson, though. You know, mm. oh yeah, like it won't happen moving again. forward, it ain't gonna happen again. You're gonna have all of this stuff, especially when you go to present it to somebody Absolutely. professionally or whatever. You want to have them numbers, even if they don't ask you. You want to know this stuff For about sure. your business, the ins and outs, everything. You want to be able to tell them. I learned that from uh, Shark Tank too. You know, I watched a lot, of, a lot of Shark Tank. <laughs> you I see a lot of television. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I see, I see that. That show, that show is like, yeah, it's, it's, it's super so, informative though informative, because yeah. it gives you. I see what they're asking. It gives like, you a visual yeah. of what they're actually like, what to actually look for, or like what. Because how would you know yeah. unless you're in those settings? I mean, nobody ever knows what a boardroom looks like until they see a boardroom. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And figure out conversations ain't what they think it is until they're amongst those conversations. Or, or, or even a valuation statement. The fact that when they say, um, I'm uh, looking for an investment of $100,000 for a 10% stake in equity in the company. Most people don't realize you just told them your company's worth a million dollars today. Most people don't realize that. And it's those little things that you got to be ready to do. I love that you brought up the example we of the, of the pop quiz. We did a, uh, I, I call it a nigga quiz, but, but, but we, did, <laughs> we did a business quiz of all the things that we learned. And it was, it was to basically prepare uh, my brothers for what's going to come in life. You're never prepared for those pop quizzes in life that lead to opportunity and prosperity. Somebody's going to see you in an elevator. That's where the whole saying elevator pitch came up. Sometimes you're like, oh, my God, I'm standing next to the CEO of that big corporation right now. It's the only opportunity I ever get to talk to him. Right. And right now I got the I'm from the mail room. I got this cart full of mail. Well, here's my pitch. 
what is your 32nd pitch? Because when you hit the 17th floor, he's finna get off. Sure. And that's that your shot's gone. Yep. And procrastination equals chaos if you ain't ready for it mm. and you prolong not being ready for it. Questioning yourself. And, and as soon as you make that offer, shut the fuck up. Right? See how it's all coming together full circle and what we're doing with this thing about closing deals? Mm -hmm. You're closing deals every day. I closed my deal when I got married. Absolutely. You know, I closed it years before we were married because she literally told me to get the fuck away from her. <laughs> but had I not persevered, <laughs> had I not persevered, we wouldn't have our beautiful children and, mm. and, and the work towards a little mini legacy and an empire and things. And, 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 and all these things matter. Sometimes we think of deals in the form of a business sense, but it's just leveling up in life. Mm -hmm. You have these opportunities that come in many ways and, and, and many shades and all the opportunities. You just need to be ready. You know, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready. That's a fact. Right. Now, yeah, that's, that's, that's some yeah. stuff you say all I like the time. That. That's a fact. Come on now. I, I learned from y'all too now. It ain't <laughs> just about learning from me, you know? And with that being said, I know that we got to shout out these things. Speaking of closing deals, I'm going to close y'all right now. Get out there and check out Day Day's products. Day Make Day's sure products. You, you, we on that, right? What, 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 what's your handles? What do you, what do you say, brother? Oh, it's day, it's on Instagram is Day Day's underscore products or, or Day Day's dot products on the website is Day Day's dot com. Um, Facebook is Day Day's just just day days on Facebook. Um, oh, that's good. Now shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go in. Mine's simple, man. At Steph Weezy, at S-T-E-F-F, -F, one underscore W-E-E-Z-Y. Check my bio. Everything's connected. Everything's Steph Weezy, man. Y'all follow me. Get the merch. Bye. And make sure you go out there and check out what we got for the ladies in luxury. It's L-U-X-H-U-R-Y dot com. That's luxury. And don't forget about that let's eat menu that we got for these classes because we teach you exactly what we do. And since you know what we do, you know how we do. Mike check one, two, one, two. Mike check one, two, one, two. We out.